0: Amen. I found him whom my soul loveth. When you look here uh, at the opening words of this book, the Song of Solomon's, you'll find that it is called the Song of Songs. We know when we turn to God's Word, First Kings 4 verse 32, it tells us that this man Solomon composed one thousand and five songs. These are songs not of a fool, the Bible talks, in Ecclesiastes 7, verse 5, about the song of fools. These are songs of a wise man, King Solomon. And not only is his here the songs, one of wise, their songs is full of love. It's about two who's in love one with another. There is the bride and the bridegroom, and there's a great love in their hearts one for the other. That's why you read in chapter 1, verse 2, Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. And in verse 15 it says, Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thy has dove eyes. And then when we come to chapter 2, it says, He brought me to the bakuing house. And his banner over me is love. And she's not finished yet. She's still talking about the great love that the bridegroom has to her. She says in verse 6 of that chapter, His left hand is under my head, and his right hand doth embrace me. So when you come to this book, you'll find here's a book of romance and love. Referring to Solomon and this Sharonite woman, her name is not mentioned. But I want to say to you here this morning, this song is all about Christ. He is the bridegroom, and the woman, she is the bride. And what we read here is speaking about their love for each other, and about the Lord Jesus Christ's love for them. When you go to chapter 5, and verse, down there from chapter 5, and verse 9, right down to verse 16, talks about... The bridegroom talks about the beauty of him. His head, his locks, his eyes, his cheeks, his hands, his belly, his legs. And was just come looking at the bridegroom. Here's what she said. His mouth is most sweet. Yea, he's altogether lovely. And these words can refer to no one else than the Lord Jesus Christ. And these songs are full of the Lord Jesus Christ. John Gill, the great Puritan preacher, he preached a total of 122 sermons from the Song of Solomon. And here's how he summed it up. He said, the subject of the song is Christ. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. The text we want to look at today are wonderful words coming from the lips of the bride. As you'll see in a moment, she has been looking for the bridegroom, and she says these tremendous words, these delightful words, I found him, I found him whom my soul loveth, and I want every child of God today in this meeting to be able to say from the very depths of your heart concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, I found him, I found him whom my soul loveth. This was the testimony of this woman concerning her bridegroom. She found him whom her soul loveth. And I want to be able to say today, that's a blessing to be able to say this to my own heart. I found him whom my soul loveth. Jesus Christ, he's all together lovely, and he's all together beautiful to his people. I want to say just three simple things about this. She found him because she searched for him. The first thing we see in the words of this woman, here's a woman who had been searching for her beloved, and she cries out, I found him. And in the previous verses, we find, here's a lady, and she's not sitting idly by. No, no, we find rather, here's a lady, and she's searching. She's searching for him. She's looking. She's looking for him. You can see here a number of things about the search. Notice, first of all, the seasons of her search. You see in verse 1, By night on my bed I saw them. I want you to notice in the nighttime. There, there, there's darkness. She's in the shadows. And there she is. And she's looking for Someone. And she wants to meet with someone, and she's searching, even even in the darkness of the night. And she says, I saw them. Even in times of darkness, her heart was upon him. Her heart was upon him, you see. This was the burning desire in her heart. The dark season, the difficult seasons, the dangerous seasons. She says, I saw them. I saw them. The seasons of her search. Notice the streets of her search in verse 2. I will rise now and go about the city and in the streets and in the broadways. I will seek him. So she's telling me, say, hold on, I, I haven't found him. I've been on my bed. I've been in my home. I've been in the darkness. And I haven't found him. And she rises up and she goes out onto the streets. Out to the city. She names the city. She's out on the streets. She's looking for him. Do you see her? The broad west, there she is, walking up and down, walking up and down, every street, every place. She's looking for him. She's searching for him. Even on the streets, she says in verse 2, I will seek him. Do you see the determination, the devotion that's in her heart? She's, she's looking for him. She's looking for her beloved on the streets. So we think of the the seasons of her search and the streets in her search. Think of the the soldiers in her search. She says in verse 3, because the watchmen that go about the city found me to whom I said, saw ye him. Now these watchmen or soldiers, whatever name you want to put upon them, they're guarding the city and now they find this lady out on the streets. And you know, she comes up to them and and she she has this question for them. Did you see him? Saw ye him? Did you see him? This is how she described him. Saw ye him? Did you see his whereabouts? I've been up and down these streets. The broadway, I've been through this city, and I'm searching for him, and you're walking about, you're guarding the city. Did you see him? I want you to see here, without mentioning his name, she's looking for him. She's looking for him. He was in her mind. He was in her heart. And she says, Saw ye him. Did you see him? Do you see she's searching for him? You can find her in Job. In Job 23, and verse 8, you have the same spirit. He says, Behold, I go forward, and he's not there, but backward, but I cannot perceive. Notice him look at him. He says on verse 9, on the left hand where he doth work, I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand. I cannot see him. It's the same spirit. He's looking for the same person. He's looking for Jesus Christ. He says, have you seen him? I'm looking for him. I'm searching for him. Remember it says in John 20, verse 30, Mary, and the angel Peter to Mary, says, says, why weep with I? Why are you crying, Mary, and she saith unto him, Behold, they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have led him. She is looking for him, for him. And I find here the search, and she searching. Do you see her in the bed? Do you see her on the streets? Do you see her face to face? She says, Have you seen him? Have you seen his whereabouts? Do you know where I can find him? I'm searching for him. Think about the steadfastness of her search. You can see in this passage, she searched and searched. She was not given up. She says in verse 1 that she has sought for him. And she says, I found him not. And then in verse 2, we, again we have the words, I will rise now and go about the city and the streets and the broadways, and I will seek him whom I so love of. I sought him, but I, I found him not. And notice here, she's going on through the darkness, through the discouragements, through the dangers, through the districts. She's searching, and she's searching, and she says, I'm not giving up. She's searching for him, the steadfastness. I'm not giving up. I'm searching for him. I'm looking for him. Remember the psalmist said, Psalm 42, verse 1, as the heart palmtheth after the water break, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meek day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? He's searching, and he's thirsting. He wants to find him. You see this woman, she's searching for him. Think about the success of her search. She says in her text, I found him. That wonderful words. She said, actually, in verse four, it was but a little while, just after meeting these soldiers out on the streets, at this little time of conversation on the streets. And here's the wonderful, wonderful words she says: She says, "I find them. I find them. This was the reason of her search. This was the end of her search." She says, "I find them. She found them now, on the streets, wherever." But oh, the joy that filled her heart when she found him. Remember Andrew said, he first findeth his own brother Simon, John 1 verse 41, and saith unto him, we have found, we have found a Messiah, which is being interpreted, the Christ. And the lesson's very clear. to every child of God, here in this meeting this morning, if you're ever going to fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to seek for him. You need to search for them. Certain Greeks came, remember one time, to Philip and they said in John 12, verse 21, Sir, well, we would see Jesus. And if you're ever going to find him, you must search for him yourself. And here's a question to the heart of every child of God. When's the last time you can say it to me, honestly, I found him. When's the last time you can say that? Have you been searching for the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you been looking for him? I know at the end of this service, I stand in the, the door and we shake hands and wish everybody well, the head home. But I wonder if I was out shaking hands, everybody coming in and shaking you by the hand, would that? But anybody in this meeting would say these words to me, "Noel, do you know where he is? Or Noel, I'm looking for him." Is there anybody? I don't think so, including myself. We come in and out, reaching out of church, but are we are we looking for the Lord Jesus Christ? Are we looking for him in the services? Do you remember he's here? The Lord Jesus tells us in Matthew eighteen, verse twenty, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And sometimes we come to church and we have a look around us to see who's there or who's not there. But do you ever stop to think that the Lord Jesus here? Are oh, we looking for him? He's in the services. Remember Charles Wettys wrote passionately, Thou, O Christ, art all I want, more than all in thee I find. We find him in the services of the, and the supplications of the church. Remember in Acts 25, verse 22, the Lord dwelt among the mercy seat and he said, There I will meet with thee. Remember, we'll find them when we come to this book, the Word of the living God. The Lord Jesus tells her in Matthew 20, or Luke 24, verse 27, sent to those two disciples on the road to mess, and beginning, at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them and all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And remember, he's not opening up the New Testament here. No, he's opened up the Scripture. He's opened up the Old Testament, and in all the Scriptures, he's shown them himself. And if you're ever going to find the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to search for him. You need to be looking for him. You need to be a desire in your heart Just find him when you come to church, at the mercy seat, in the place of prayer, the Word of God, and the sermons. When the, when the minister of this church gives up, are other preachers? Preachers. Haggai 1, verse 13 says, Then spake Haggai, the Lord's messenger, and the Lord's message unto the people, saying, I am with you, saith the Lord. The message is full of Christ. And I ask you, when you come to church, do you say, No, I'm searching for him. I'm listening. I'm listening to every word. And listen to what you say. And listen to what Mr. Horace says in this pulpit. I'm searching for him. You see, he's in the sermons. We've got to look for him. The sacraments, remember the church, this us do and remember, and remembers of me. Remember, he's the one who sought us. He called us out of darkness and brought us even to himself and saved us by his grace. But if you're ever going to find Christ in a personal time to have close fellowship, you need to search for him. You need to search for the Lord Jesus Christ. And maybe the reason you say, I've never found him really, that close fellowship, because you've never looked for him. You've never searched for him. With the same determination, the same devotion, that this lady's searching for her bridegroom. In Jeremiah 29, verse 13, the Lord says, And he says, Seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. we have got to search with all the heart for him. I'm asking you this morning, are you looking for Jesus. I'm speaking to God's people. you find him a Savior, but are you looking for him? For that close fellowship and friendship and walk with him? Are you searching for him? You must look for him. You must look for him in the right places. You'll not find him on television. Now, we've all got a TV, and we've got to be careful how we use it and watch. You'll not find him on Facebook. You'll not find him in the newspapers. But you'll find him here. You'll find him in the house of God. You'll find them under the preaching of the gospel, the preaching of the word of the living God. But I've got to look for him. She says, I sought him. And she says with all her heart, I found him. I found him. I would love you to shake my hand and out here this morning. know. I want to tell you this. I found him. In this meeting, I found Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about coming to church. Not to entertain you in any shape or form but to preach Christ. And I want you to be able to say, I found him. I've searched for him. I'm looking for him in the word of God. I'm looking for him in the prayers. I'm looking for him in the preaching. I want to hear him speak. I want to meet with him. I found him. She sought for him. The reason that people doesn't find the Lord, they don't seek for him. They're not looking for him. They all say, I've never found him. They're not looking for him. Looking for sin, looking for pleasures, looking for things of the world. They're not looking for Christ. That's why I'll never find him. But she said, I find him. And I hope, child of God, you can say it today at this service I find him. She found him because she sought for him. She found the one also, secondly, the one she loved. That's what she said. She says here, I found him whom my soul loveth. Her love here, it's very personal. The love for her, the Lord is really burning in her heart. She says, it's my beloved. And many times you'll come across this in this particular book. For instance, chapter 2, verse 9, my beloved is like a roe." In verse 10, my beloved speak. Verse 16, chapter 2, my beloved is mine and I am his. She so loved him. In verse 5, you know what she said? He's my love. He's my love. Do you see? Here's a personal love for Christ. He's my love. You're speaking to those men out on the streets. They may not have liked Christ. They may not have any love at all or affection for him. But she says, he's my love. He's my love. Oh, her love was very personal. She says here, I found him whom my soul loveth. My soul loveth. Oh, child of God, remember, can you and I say the words? He's my love. Remember Lord Jesus Christ speaking to Peter, Peter bold and says, I, I, never, I never deny thee, Lord. You can, you can depend upon me. I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll die first. But Peter failed. Peter failed. But the Lord never stopped loving him. Never stopped loving him. And when he came to them in John 21, verse 15, he says to Simon, Son of Jonas, love as I me. Do you love me? You and I were standing here or sitting singing, My Jesus, I love thee. Now, we've been singing it, but did we mean it? Did we really mean it? We can very easily sing these things with our lips, but do we mean it with our heart? My Jesus, I love thee, whom my soul loveth. John Newton was well past his retirement age, it tells us. He had to have an assistant up in the pulpit with him, uh, with him on Sundays. He was nearly blind, and he spoke in whispers. But nothing was ever going to stop him from preaching. He couldn't get him out of the pulpit. He was going to preach to the end. One Sunday he was delivering a message and he, he repeated this, uh, the sentence Jesus Christ is precious and, and the fellow was there to help him he whispered, you already said that twice. And Newton turned to him he said yes I said it twice but I'm going to say it again. And he said Jesus Christ is precious an old man, nearly blind nearly finished the race and he's letting the people know I love him. He's my beloved. Oh, would you and I be able to say the same thing? He's my love. Jesus is my love. Not the world. Not the things of the world. But Jesus is my love. I found him. Whom my soul loveth. He's the one. That's what you see the love is in our heart here. Oh, our love was personal. Our love was passionate. You can see that as I said my soul loveth. This is not just coming from the lips, you know. It's right down in here. Right down to her soul, her bill, her being, her will, her mind, her heart. Right under her, in her soul. That's why she said, My soul loveth. And you know, she said that a number of times. Verse one, I sought him whom my soul loveth. Verse two, I will seek him whom my soul loveth. And as I found him whom my soul loveth. He was the love of her life. This was a great love for which she loved them. and the greatest thing she could give to her love, her beloved, was her heart. And that's why she said, Who my soul loveth." Tell me, is the Lord Jesus the love of your life? Now, we're to love one another. We're to love our wives and love our husbands. We're to love our children. We're to love our mom and dad. That is no dispute in these facts, but is the Lord number one. Is it? I feel sometimes we have things mixed, mixed up My soul loveth Christ. He's first. Marbury he tells us in Mark 12, verse 30: What's the greatest commandment of all? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is this is the first commandment. Those are the words with all. All thy heart and all thy soul, with all thy mind, would I really love him? But Sometimes our love is slack. Sometimes it's very dim. Well, I'm speaking to myself. But she said, who my soul loveth. She loved them right down in the very depths of her heart. And that's the love I've got to have for the Lord Jesus Christ. Who my soul loveth. A pastor, Rittenhouse, and his family were on a case out in America. They were flying up the road one way, and this car was coming the other way. And they noticed that there was a suitcase fell off the roof of the other vehicle going past. The man didn't see what had happened, but the pastor had seen it. So he pulled in, went back, lifted the suitcase, looked all the belongings, trying to find out who owns all this. And he came across a clue: was that there was a a twenty. Dollar gold piece and scribe given to O.S. Sampson at his retirement of Portland Cement Company. This man got this twenty dollar gold piece, real big piece. It was just presentation for his, for his life's work. So he went looking for him, searching who was this man, and after a few letters of correspondence, the man Sampson wrote a letter back to him and he says, Listen, you see all the other stuff in that suitcase just Disc- discard it get rid of it but you see that golden dollar piece and many times in the letters he said that's my most precious possessions send that to me so the pastor he said okay and he threw all the other stuff out don't think his clothes fitted him he threw them all out and he got this dollar piece and he got it into the an envelope and he sent it to them. him but he, he said a little word to test him when he tell him uh, and he told them he says well the Lord Jesus Christ is my most praised possession. He says, I told him about Jesus Christ. About a year later, it was Christmas time, and the pastor, he received a parcel, a package. And he opened it up, and what was inside it, it was the $20 gold piece. And Mr. Sampson had put in this little letter, and he says, you'll be happy to know that we have now become active members of a church and we want you to have this gold piece. He says, I'm 74, and my wife's 72, and you were the first to tell us of Jesus. Now he is our most prized possession. He gave the gold piece away. You see, he had found the Lord Jesus Christ. I found him whom my soul loveth. Can you say that this morning? Or has your love went dim? Remember said, Church of Ephesus, thou left thy first love. Every one of us has been there. Our heart is cold. Our heart is, is, is hard sometimes. But we want this burning, burning heart for the Lord Jesus in, all, in all, every child of God this morning. My soul loveth. It's very passionate. Our love is public as well, because you see here in verse six we notice, the watchmen that go about the city found me to whom I said, saw ye him whom my soul loveth? This this is the only details she gives of him. She didn't give any description of this man at all, her husband. Didn't give any description at all. Did you see the one that I love? She's telling all these people that she had a love for her beloved. And she's not ashamed of these men. Maybe they would mock. Maybe they would laugh. But that didn't occur to this lady. Did you see him? She's letting everyone know and shall love them. Now, what about you and I? Do you and I let people see that we love Christ? Do we take our stand for him? Maybe difficult place at work, or wherever it may be. It Maybe it's even your home. But do we let others see that we found him whom a soul loveth, the Lord Jesus? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone which believeth. Remember it says in Peter and John, Acts 4 verse 13, it says, When they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were all learned and ignorant men, they marveled, and they took knowledge of them. Here's what they took knowledge of. They've been with Jesus. They've been with Jesus Christ, you see. They're not ashamed to show it in their countenance and in their conversation. I found him whom my soul loveth. Here's a love that was very passionate and public. Her love was also mutual. Remember, the Lord Jesus loved her as well. That's why, as we read together, chapter 2, verse 4, he brought me to a banquet house, and his banner over me was love. Oh, he had a great love for her as well. And that's the same with every one of us. We love him because he first loved us. He loves us with a great love. Oh, we sing that hymn sometimes, Oh, love, that will not let me go. He loves us with an everlasting love. Oh, what a thrill it is able to say it today in this church. Every child of God, I find him whom my soul loveth. That's the greatest blessing in life. And I trust you can say that this morning. I find him because I love him. And he loves me. You may not have certain things in this world. So be it. But when you can say this, you can say Everything. I found him whom my soul loveth. So she found the one she loved. Now, it's another lesson I said very quickly. She found him, and she wouldn't let him go. Because she noticed she went on to say in verse 4, I found him whom my soul loved, I held him, and I would not let him go. And you notice here, she's holding on to him. She said, hold on, I've been looking for you. I've been searching for you in the darkness. I've been up and down the streets, and i find found you, and I'm not letting you go says or not I held them and I wouldn't let them go Matthew 28 and verse 9 tells us about the disciples and the met or the ladies who met the Lord Jesus behold Jesus met them saying all hail and they came and held them by the feet and they worshiped them they're holding on to the Lord Jesus Christ he's very willing to be held by his people he loves his people and she says, I found them, and I didn't let him go. Sometimes we let him go very easily. We rush away from them. We're reading the word of God and it's blessing our hearts, but we rush away. We're going home from church, and before you get to that gate, you've let them go. You find them in the service. We don't hold on to them. He let him go very easily. After reading the Bible a short time, he's gone. Do you remember he says in John fourteen or fifteen, verse four, "Abide in me." Abide. we are to rest in the Lord. So we find here she wouldn't let him go. She held him. See about her hold. See about her home in verse four. She says here, "I wouldn't let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house." She took him home. She said, you ain't going nowhere she takes him home. She wouldn't let him go. Friends, I hope when you go home today, you'll take him home. You'll take him home with you. I found him. I found him whom I soul love of, and I'm not letting you go. You're coming home today with me from this church service. Even those who on unsaved today you will look and repent of your sin and trust Jesus Christ. Say, Lord, I, I want you. I want everlasting. I want forgiveness of sins. And don't let them go. Even here, to think about it in her request, in verse 5, I charge you, O oh, ye daughters, by the rose and by the hinds of the feet, that you stir not up nor wake my love, till he please, don't be disturbing him. She didn't want anything to disturb this love, this relationship that you had between her and her beloved. Now, we're living in a world, we get disturbed all the time. And one of the ways we get to serve, and I have one in my pocket, though, it's at home at the moment, but I do mobile by phone. It's always going off, isn't it? You get on your knees to pray and all you hear is the phone ringing. Now even you put it on vibrate, and it's ringing away and you're saying, that could be something important, look at me. <laughs> Just excuse me, Lord, the moment I get this call. Eh? We let him go. We let him go. But she says, I'm not letting you go. Do all you can to hold on to Christ and to keep close with Christ. Oh, I see her home, her request, her happiness. I found him, whom my soul loveth. He was all she wanted. Nothing else. It was just him. Oh, the joy that filled her heart. She said, "I found him, whom my soul loveth," and I trust every child of God can say, with the bottom of your heart, that I found him who my soul loveth. We'll be singing a, a, a little uh, hymn in a moment, and I think the word says, take the world, but give me Jesus. That's it. I mean, take the whole world. I'm not worried about it, but give me Jesus, because I find him, whom my soul loveth. And I trust that you will come close today if you wandered away, turn from your sin and come to Christ. Now ask the Lord to cleanse you. If you're not saved, look to him today. Say, so you know, what well, I want to find him. I want to find the Lord. Don't leave this building until you find him. If you're saved, don't leave the building until you find him. If you're unsaved, don't leave until you find Christ. And you'll go through the gates there going out today and you say, I found him whom my soul loveth. That's the happiest thing of all to say. I trust the Lord to write his words upon all our hearts.